Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I am chatting with Wani Iris Manley. Wani is the founder of Where Inspiration Meets Law, and you can find her online at wanimanley.com. Wani, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Sandy. Thank you. I Just the name of your company, Where Inspiration Meets Law, is so intriguing. So would you tell us a little bit about what you're doing there and who you're helping? Sure. So first of all, I would say that, you know, I actually help impact-driven businesses, entrepreneurs, speakers, influencers, um, you know, energy healers, like people that are just driven to serve with their heart, right, and to create a business from it. And what I found is that, you know, we're such do-gooders at the heart. It's like we have to just like, you know, this uh, drive to serve. But a lot of people like in spiritual businesses or personal development businesses don't really quite have the legal savvy. And so my business actually exists to actually help those companies or those businesses like really say, you know what, I get you want to be all about serving and be all about the heart, but hello, you run a business, you run a business, you know, and in order for a business to actually be successful, you need to have legal structure. You've got to have like your bookkeeping, your accounting. And so I provide all the legal contracts and resources and, t- you know, trademark and copyrights. So I help those business like really like make this thing feel real and actually they make it offer like a real business because, you know, we're all operating, you know, most of our businesses now like on social media, right? because we've got the great platform there and it's like there's an element of like it's not really real because it's not like a traditional brick and mortar business right and so people tend to neglect those things like okay a proper contract you know terms you know terms and conditions for your website your privacy policy those things actually need to be had in business so I actually help entrepreneurs with those things. So when you work with your clients what do you generally find is their their greatest attraction to you? Why did they come to work with you as they tell you about that? Number one, um, you know, as we were talking before, most people come to me through my social media because, like I said, I've turned my, my personal profile on Facebook into a billboard of, like, helping, you know, uh, providing like legal content, you know, but in such a way that it's not, you know, because I work, I, you know, I've, I've worked for big firms, I work for MasterCard and, and Office Depot, and I know lawyers can be intimidating for a lot of people, right? And so I actually I speak in plain English, I'm very approachable, and I tell people like, listen, this is exactly what you need. And I tell people like, you know what, when you don't have all these pieces together, you're not going to have a successful business. I always quite say to people like, you know, because I work, a lot of people in the industry are very, you know, energy based driven right or very heart centered and all about the universe and that's like listen the universe is not going to send you a boatload of clients if you are not legally prepared to actually handle them you know it's like you can't be asking give me all the clients give me all the massive following and you don't have a terms of service like on your website or privacy policy because that's a lawsuit that's waiting to actually happen you know and so I actually just break it out for people to where it's really bite-sized it's really easy to digest and it's like of course this makes sense I need to be doing this that yes, I I know what you're saying when you said you know it doesn't feel real because we're just <laughs> online. So it's kind of like well yeah. we're playing online since yeah. you don't have to go into a store. And so as you 
have been helping your clients, what are the top challenges you've seen them face in their businesses and, and why they need to utilize your services? Number one, you know, I always, the, the main difference that I see with entrepreneurs is they, this whole do-it-yourself attitude, right? It's a mindset shift where they think that you don't need legal from the very beginning of a business. Like, for example, corporations knows very good and well, like the number one person to have in a business and that's an attorney. Before they open up, and I'm open, I'm open for business sign. The first person that, that CEO goes and sees is a lawyer. The second person is a CPA, right? And they know at every stage of their business, legal is a very integral part of it. Entrepreneurs, on the other hand, specifically in the online space, the personal development space, the spiritual warriors, everyone thinks that I don't need legal until something, until something goes wrong, right? And so they tend to do things on their own. They tend to uh, not even use contracts or they'll go and do, go on Google and become their, and become their own lawyer, right? They'll, they'll do all their, their crowdsourcing for legal insight and consultations on Facebook. I, it blows my mind. And they're following like legal advice from non-lawyers. And I'm just like, what are you people doing? Like they're going to destroy your business. You know, so for them, it's just to have that mindset shift, let them like, listen, you need to have this like the very, very beginning of your business, number one, and all throughout. Number two, so many people are so Ill, uh, ill-informed, for example, like when it comes to legal structure, right? Everyone's doing a DBA, you know, and I'm like, or they're, as a freelance, I'm like, that's not even a real corporate entity, like the whole in, the whole reason for having a business to have a legal separation, right? So for most people, you need to be an LLC, right? Or if you have a partnership, some type of like LLP or, you know, a, a, some type of a partnership corporation to allow you to really like take advantage of asking me what a, what a business actually is. So there's this lack of knowledge about what to you know, what structure to actually be in and how to actually kind of have like the legal fundamentals of a business, like get a proper contracts, you know, for your website, you know, having the, the, the terms on there. If you have a membership site, that requires you to actually have a separate membership site terms and conditions. And if you don't, your website can be, your membership site can be turned, can be shut down by the FTC. And people just don't really know these things. It's just a lack of information and a lack of really, you know, really seeing this, like, this is a real business. And so therefore I need to really treat this like a real business, like anybody else would, or any other business owner would be doing, which is like, you know, having a bookkeeper, having a CPA, you know, and having a lawyer on board. So you helped your clients make these mindset shifts and grow their businesses. So they're gaining influence there. You yourself have attained a lot of influence through your career. And it sounds to me like you may have actually attained it from two angles here. One is you said you work with large corporations and companies and, and in a more traditional way in the legal field. So you would have grown influence there. And then also with this other group of people, the online entrepreneurs, the coaches, the business owners there, how, you know, as you were growing your business and, and gaining more influence with these two groups, how do you see that playing out? And do you see that having a, having your influence grow in those two separate areas benefits you or gives you more ability? 
Absolutely. You know, where inspiration meets law is not just for the clients that I, the type of clients that I serve. It's also my life as well, too, because I'm very much into corporate business money, doing securities work, big, you know, big corporations. But I'm also, too, on a spiritual journey, on a personal development journey, on a creative journey as well, too. And I pursue both. I'm also a writer as well, too. I'm also a speaker, right? And so what I've shown people, my influence has come to say, you know what? There is no like a one cookie cutter way to do it. You don't, you can have a non-conventional life and follow like, you know, with traditional uh, professions, right? And do it and do it your way. And so, and I'm also, I'm living in France, you know, and I've, I've created my life to live from anywhere in the world, from the, lap, the, the, the laptop lifestyle with like big cup with big business, right? And so for me, my influence is kind of, is just showing people like, you know what, it can be done from this way as well too. You can actually do it as well. And so for me, I think that that's what's been people like, they like coming to me because like, wow, I would never guess you're into Reiki and you're into this and the crystals and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you're like, you know, doing like you're filing on IPLs. I go, I, I sure am, you know? So it's just an example. It's like, you know what? Everything is possible. So as you've been growing and creating this lifestyle and this business for yourself, what are the top challenges you faced? Gosh, you know, for me, um, I would say, you know, I, it's been for me, I'm, inspiration is one of my, my, my values, right. And one of my tenets. And so one of my biggest challenges has been really, um, infiltrating that into like my traditional clients, like with the court, because I used to, I work with a lot of, uh, with public corporations, right. And showing you that, you know what, you can still make money for your shareholders and still have like a social justice, you know, component to your business as well too. And then on the other hand, you know, from the online space where it's a much more simplified way of practicing law, it's the challenge of me has been kind of like taking like 17 years of experience with like big law and kind of like bringing it down to just kind of like really simple, you know, simplify for people and letting people know like, you know what, you know, you actually, this is, what you need to, this is like, you need this to be successful for your business as well too, because, you know, when I look at all the seven figure earners that I lived in the industry, no one's working without contracts. No one's working without, you know, having a trademark uh, for their brands, you know, uh, 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 trademark. No one's working without having their content copyrighted, right? And so it's really like letting people know it's like these things are really necessary for your business. I get it. It's very easy to run a business with the phone right now with your social media platform. But the bigger you get, the more influence you have. Hello, more losses are going to be happening. More people going to be copying your content. You've got to protect yourself. Tony Robbins is not walking around with seven and four companies without having a legal team behind him. And I'm in one of his inner circle groups, you know, so. <laughs> so in your business, what is, what do you think was maybe the biggest problem or the most interesting problem that you dealt with in growing your business? For me, it was actually selling myself and putting myself out there. And, uh, you know, lawyers, you know, we have, we're, we're not a, a business that's traditional where we're used to like advertising, right? In fact, we've got rules against really advertising or business, right? And so now but with the online space where it's more of a personality-based business where people want to, that there's the whole no like and trust factor. People want to see your inner life. They want to see not just like, you know, what 
your metrics look like, but they want to see, okay, what, you know, how are you dealing with the setbacks, right? How are you dealing with, you know, imposter syndrome, whatever the case may be coming up for people, you know? And for me, it's been really having to put myself out there in a way of showing myself, you know, all of myself. For example, I'll tell you, like, when I first came online, I noticed, like, a lot of my corporate clients with friend requests me. And at the time, my Facebook was very personal, you know, and it wasn't like a very business-oriented page as, as it is now. But I remember I wouldn't accept people. And finally, what I did, and when they all came in and saw how authentic I was and how, because I, for me, you know, I'm a Pisces, you know, I'm really, I'm into astrology, all the weird stuff, you know, and I just, I speak very candidly. I actually got more business from being more, for them actually seeing me in my authenticity, from them just seeing me in my lawyer, corporate business law role. They were like, wow, you're, you're a pretty cool chick. Like, you know what, like, I love it. So I got more clients from actually sharing my mess sometimes and just actually like people seeing me you know, like, okay, you know, like it's not all like, you know, rainbows and unicorns and butterflies, even in Paris, you know? So it sounds like they wanted to work with you. I mean, there are many yeah. people they can work with who have the legal knowledge, but it was you personally who they yes. were drawn to and wanted to work with. Yes. And so that's helped you increase your influence. How are you using that influence now? Gosh, you know, for me, it's more of a natural through podcasting, which I really enjoy, you know, having conversations with, you know, with people. And I really just believe in just like sharing and and taking up social justice, you know, because we are going through really difficult times in, you know, as humanity. And I've noticed that a lot of influencers are afraid to speak up are afraid to take a position one way or the other. There's a lot of people wanting to look vanilla and not really wanting to take a stand as to one way or the other. And I'm like, and for me, I've run my business actually being a social activist and just speaking up regardless of whether people agree with me or not. And so that's how I've used it as well too. I'm not afraid to speak up and offend people. (laughs) So in light of that, do you have goals around that? And do you have goals for you want to increase your influence in a certain way or as it increases, you want to continue to do more work or you want to impact a particular area? What are you thinking around your influence there? I'm seeing like really to take, you know, where inspiration meets law. It's, you know, you, you can look at like a, a, like a bike, a bicycle spoke, right. Where you've got like the, the thing in the, the main groove in the middle and you've got the, the grooves on the end. One thing I really see is I want to go into publishing you know, and give people more of a platform uh, because I'm an author as well too. And, you know, I know that business as well too, in terms of like the publishing, the book proposal, the ages, and really giving people a platform for that because that's another animal that a lot of people don't, aren't really aware of. And so really to kind of help influencers really get their messages out there from a publication standpoint and also to know what the legal rights are. Well, that all sounds really exciting. Where can we find you online, Wani? You can find me on my you know, my website. It's wanimaley.com or my Facebook. So I invite everyone to connect with me while we're right, provide you with tons of educational resources and live streams, just really helping you to take your business to the next level. Well, thank you so much for taking this time with us today and sharing some of your business insights and sharing with us about what you're doing with your influence. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast 
slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time. Thank you.